The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Down in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Welcome to episode 211 of Fourth and John. We are talking the uh, the biggest letdowns in in our Eagles fandom. Obviously, we're still recovering. From uh, the Sixers L, as we record, uh, the Atlanta Hawks are now playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, gives leaves you with a WTF moment uh, because you know Ben Simmons and the Sixers. We're gonna we're gonna address them as the Sixers because we're not gonna we're trying not to single out Ben Simmons, but again he is one of these stars, the quarterback of the the, the team as as the point guard. Uh, but obviously, we're a little emotional. I, mean, I think it's taken a little bit longer than normal for me to get over Sixers L. This is an Eagles podcast, yes, but uh, we're still Sixers fans. And I remember getting on the phone and talking to Evan like a couple of days la- later. I'm like, dude, he's like, are you still bothered by this L? I'm like, he's like, yo, he's like, I've been having the worst day of my life today. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, dude, I was like, same. I said, same. I said, same. Uh, so overall, I mean, you know, this kind of makes you think about, uh, you know, these letdowns and we're trying to move that into how, how that relates to the Eagles. And some people want to compare Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons. We'll get into that further. Uh, but how are you guys feeling about this recent letdown? Dude, I mean, I'm still recovering. I, I honestly am still recovering here. Uh, that was one of those ones you taught you. You mentioned how we were on the phone a couple days after and we were just talking about it. Dude, I was making dinner earlier today. And like it hits me in waves, you know, when like something depressing happens, it kind of hits you in waves. You forget about that. Then it comes back into your mind again. I was sitting there just making myself some dinner and then I'm just over top of my oven. It's fuck. I'm just thinking about (laughs) we should have just won that series, man. Like I I, and the crazy part is I know like I I don't want to come on here and, and talk like. Like, we're some basketball analytics or anything like that. I don't know the Sixers like I know the Eagles. They are, like, probably my second most followed team in Philadelphia. Um, but, dude, uh, just watching that series, th- this during the regular season leading up to the playoffs, it felt a lot like 2017. It felt a lot like that juice was just pumping, like the this is our year type of, of moment. And, honestly, during that entire Atlanta series, man, Every game that we lost, I was like, you know what? We're still going to win this series. Even after game six, I was like, you know what? Or after game five, when we were down 3-2, I was like, you know what? We're still going to win the series. It's depressing, man. It's really depressing. But, uh, you know, it's just the Philadelphia way, I feel like. It, it, it sucks. I mean, it really does because, like, I was really into the series. Um, but I guess what bothers me the most is the fact that, you know, you had these Atlanta fans that we were going back and forth, all the memes, all the – the uh, post that they were given to us, we were given to them. 
Um, I think my me my favorite meme so far throughout that series was uh, the lollipop with the crazy ass oh, hair on it. That was one of the best memes <laughs> I've mean, seen in a it, long, whoever, long time. Yeah, I mean, whoever came up with that was like, wow. I mean, like that thing had me on the floor. But um, hey, at the end, that damn thing had the last laugh, and I guess that's what's probably pissing me off even the most. Um, it yeah, it just sucks. Like you know, uh, I, I'm looking forward. Like tonight was that night. I think the Eastern Conference Finals gets popping off and. Here we got to look at on the screen that it's Atlanta Atlanta Hawks against the Milwaukee Bucks, and it should be the Philadelphia 76ers. But I, besides I, besides all that, I mean, it was just like sitting around and watching uh, Ben Simmons get cooked by everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that was pretty much <laughs> like the entertainment and just my relief. Uh, so, I mean, it, it is what it is. It was, I, thought, I thought the jokes were well-deserved, though. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Honestly, though, if we did end up making it to the finals, the the Suns would be a problem, man. They they are a legit team this year. But see, but see, that's just the thing. Like we should have been in the finals, bro. I mean, yeah. it was it was all lined up for us. I mean, Milwaukee yeah. beating Brooklyn, even though I wanted Brooklyn, I really feel like we 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 would have had a hell of a series against Brooklyn had it got to that point. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was lined up perfectly for us to get into that get into the finals, and then yeah, it was on them to go ahead and go up against Phoenix, which is right now hot. And I actually got them, you know, picked to go ahead and win this thing. Yeah. Look at you, man. Uh, it, I just feel like overall, just the way that Eagle fans are, are, are just Philadelphia fans are in general. I think there's, there's something about the Sixers team during this pandemic, a team that kind of like, you know, was doing well. You, they gave you something to uh, keep you focused on. They got good personalities too. It's a likable yeah, group of guys. I, I know my family was dialed in more than they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched every single game together, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether it was uh, with my dad or my girl's family, just 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 watching intently. And a team that was destined to get to the finals, you thought. But um, again, I mean, if you if you're gonna like morph it to, to Eagles conversation, it kind of reminds you of like say maybe the Green Bay game where you saw – you finally saw Wentz, like, Come shell alive. of himself. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, a shell of himself. And then you watched Ben Simmons, a shell of himself, yeah. in one of the biggest games of his career. And you're just like, where where did this – you're questioning, like, where did this go wrong? I mean, you could, you could say – I mean, obviously, Carson Wentz getting us to a Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, I mean getting us on a path to a Super Bowl – got injured but i'm just saying he was part of that super bowl team you know ben simmons he's had his injuries in the past but just not being able to get out of that you know the nfc uh you know the uh semifinals you know the yeah. semifinals reminds you of like the nfc east championships that we couldn't get past so yeah. in terms of that we, we kind of like are, are we going to talk about some of the biggest uh letdowns in eagles uh i'd say fandom for us you know, yeah. it's probably not going to go past the uh, early 80s or 70s. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about these biggest, biggest ego letdowns. Uh, and they, these can be all over the place. They don't have to be number one. They could be number one for some people, number, you know, 10 for the other. Like, mm-hmm. Evan, on, so, on some of these, Evan's like, I wasn't even born yet, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to be talking amongst yourselves for a couple <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but Gabe, uh, I think you, uh, I think you're right, and like I think that there is a lot of parallels to be made uh, between Ben Simmons and Carson Wentz. I mean, you think about how Carson Wentz, week after week, we were expecting him to just shake it off and like be the Carson Wentz we expected him to be. Like we have seen Carson for years in the past just dominate defenses and like just look like the smartest guy out there, the most athletic quarterback out there. We've seen that Carson Wentz. And when we went through those stretch of games where he just wasn't on and each game was worse than the previous, I feel like that was very similar to the Ben's this past series that the Sixers just got kicked out of. Cause I think that like, we've all seen Ben Simmons be elite before he, the, the dude is a walking triple double. Like he, he's the guy that's most likely to get a triple double on the team. And the fact that he was just not able to string anything together throughout that entire series we were just waiting for him each game like all right he's gonna snap out of it this game i just thought that was very similar yeah absolutely i mean you're sitting there and you're watching it and it's just like the 2019 football season's playing all over your head again seeing mm-hmm. carson fall apart and then ben simmons falling apart in that series i mean like i agree with you man it was just like every night you're you're going in with the expectations like all right this guy's going to get a double double or a triple double but he's going to get it you know what i mean and that's the expectation that we were getting we were wanting from him and I don't know, man. It's, I mean, you, you couldn't have said it any better. It's like every game, he just started diminishing more and more and more. And especially that, that last game, it was just like, I don't know what happened. Either while he was sleeping, the the, the monsters from Space Jams came through yeah. and, you know, stole his his skills and, and went somewhere with it. Like, it was just crazy. Five points. I mean, the guy looked scared as shit. That so, open, that open dunk. I swear to God, I was going to be one. I was, I, I was just going to bring that up, but three shots in the fourth quarter in the entire series. That's just, it's embarrassing. But uh, that, talking about that dunk, everybody's been talking about the uh, the missed opportunity for the dunk. I want to know what what do you guys think is the Carson Wentz equivalent of that? Because I got one in my head. Like, what was that moment that? Because when when everybody saw Ben Simmons just pass that ball away when he had just an obvious opportunity to tie the game up with a with an easy dunk. Um, like that was kind of like a, oh shit moment for me where I was like, this guy just doesn't have it. And, think, uh, and like, what, what was that moment for you for Carson? Cause I, I got one in my head. Well, well like I, it, it goes back to a couple plays. It, it goes back to the Seattle game where he had the multiple fumbles and mm. it was, it was the first time that I actually saw, like I've seen, um, glimpse, glimpses of the Eagles fans turning on Carson Wentz a little bit, but that Seattle game was the first time that I heard like the crazy boo. And I heard stuff that I had never heard. You know, I'm talking about like being at every single Carson Wentz's first practice, open open practice, being at all these training camps and stuff like that. I had never seen Eagle fans, you know, talk about Carson the way they, they did. Yeah. So uh, it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, I was like, wow, Carson is coming down to earth. I, and again, it, it, the confidence thing with, with, with Ben Simmons – and Carson Wentz, it's it's a it plays play plays into it, man. Like it, whatever you want to say, you want you want to talk about like the mental health of the athletes in the city. It's you're seeing it week in week out. It's mm-hmm. Different sports. Um, I don't know what it is to say uh, other than that. You know, you know, fans are coming at these players very like yeah. it's it's not it's not like I can I can say I mean I'm a I'm an older Eagle fan, so I've seen harsh Eagle fans, but now. Give those harsh Eagle fans a phone and direct action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give yeah. me your app. Just yeah. give me your app. What's your app? Yeah, I'll find exactly. your family. 
they're, they're going after you know family members like that's uh, why i never know? do any of that stuff man you, you start adding players like i i know that they're already getting added into oblivion so like i, I don't need to be that guy that piles on i i hate seeing that shit even like mm-hmm. when i'm at my own sporting events like i mean i i use a prime example i took my i went to uh Phillies game not too long ago with my a couple of my teammates from the baseball team, and you got a Phillies fan yelling at Bryce Harper and started yelling his late his wife's name, like you know what I mean like yeah. like dude stop like why are you just yo a couple of us like especially me I mean you guys know how I am man I, yeah. that shit eats me up so I mean like they're just like how you guys would be they're trying to tell me to, like just to calm down calm down <laughs> I mean like damn dude like why are you disrespecting like we're here this guy's keeping us entertained but with that being said I wanna I wanna make sure that. This trend that Ben has, Carson had, keep that shit. Stop it now. Because I don't want to go into Philadelphia Phillies. Bryce Harper starts his shit. All right. And then yeah, Flyers. We what, like 13 years left on that yeah, deal? Yeah, then Flyers, you know what I mean? I'm still learning the, the whole concept of the game, and I'm still learning players. But Guru, or, or is that? Is, uh, Giroux. 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 All right. Seriously, Jeru. <laughs> All right, I know he's the key player to the Flyers. Let's not even bring that shit to him. All right, so this I'm trend, this I'm not trend even bringing that now. name up. Yeah, I, this trend. I, I got my now. own opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to go off of your question, man, um, I don't know. I can't. There ain't a, a, a specific game of seeing Carson. It was just a lot. You know, yeah. there was a lot of missed opportunities, and I mean, there was like times where you had the opportunity to run the ball into the end zone, and you decided to dump it off and it, it was an incomplete pass there yeah. was opportunities where you had to hit rager you had chances to hit dallas you had chances to hit Ertz at one point like but yeah. you decided to you know you weren't paying attention or you were looking but decided to overthrow or go a different direction so yeah that that's where i just saw it i mean i can't pinpoint a specific game i'm, I'm really curious yeah. to know which one you're gonna go ahead and hit on for, for me uh, it was and it's one that just replays in my mind over and over again i don't remember exactly what game it was but i'll tell you what play it was uh carson was uh we were on our own side of the field maybe around our, our 20 carson rolled out to the left and he he got himself into clear open space he was able to set his feet and he was launching a bomb downfield and it just came out like a lame duck and landed about 20 yards short. And I looked at that and I, and this was this, that wasn't like just a solitary moment. That's like what you said, prime. It was like one moment after the other. And so this was towards the end of the Carson Wentz era. And I just saw that. And I was like, all right, he's got his feet planted. He's got a guy open downfield. He's got about to connect for a bomb. And then like the worst spiral of all time just came out like a wobbling duck. And I was like, this this dude just doesn't have it, man. Like this, that's it. <laughs> uh, I I would even say the the interception that he threw um, was right right before the half. It's like this Giants mm-hmm. when there's no one open, and you just like, what, bro? What do you what do you? You know that was that was that was the Captain Saber bro moments where you're just like like, what's going on? Like this is Ben Simmons. You got the easy layup. Like what, what do you? They're six ten, dunk the ball. It is what it is, but um, I don't know. Uh, shout out to all the people in the chat, though. Hopefully, you guys are gonna, um, you know, give us your letdowns. Shout out to Birdman in the building. He said Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons are rumored to be in the next movie, Bench Warmers. Ouch! <laughs> Ooh. But shout out to Birdman, Brandon, uh, Rack Shack, Todd, uh, Elena, uh, Mr. Tim in the building. Uh, shout out to Rick, Rich, Tom, t- Tim. Thomas, uh, who else is up here? George, Elena, um, Elena, and Tim. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for stopping by, and um, we want to get you some of your biggest 
uh, letdowns. We already got one in, in, in here. We have Rakshak says, my one letdown I remember is the Eagles stopping game in the 2019 season. But we couldn't stop Julio on a fourth down, and Aguilar couldn't catch that open TV That was uh, that the was, game we were at. Yeah. yeah. It was a bad game. That was yeah. that was uh, – uh, Nelson Aguilar was on the opposite side of the field for us. We had perfect view of what was going on there. And we saw all the green grass in front of him. That was the the time was ticking down and (laughs) it went right through his hands. And then we we just got so much shit talk on the way out of the stadium, man. (laughs) Correct correct me if I'm wrong, man. I think all four of us at the time, all of us. We were, uh, you know, we were celebrating when the ball was in the air because we thought it was a guarantee. Dude, like we, we, yes. we were like, we, we saw were like, it, and, yeah. then, and then as we're like up in the air celebrating, we come down like, ah. Oh! oh, and then all those Atlanta fans were talking shit. We're we're in the middle of like, you know, we're surrounded by Falcons fans, oh, and here we have man, this moment. Man. We're coming back. We're about to take this over, and the. Man, that was very difficult. Um, I just remember. I just remember walking back to the hotel and like the Atlanta fans. They were they were pulling out all the punches. They were like, oh. they're like, fuck Ben Franklin, fuck the Liberty Bell. I'm like, damn, bro, like chill. We're yeah, yeah. Oh no, they said fuck, fuck your cheesesteaks. Like, fuck your cheesesteaks. Like, yeah, they were saying all this. Shout out to Eagles Inc. Three one eleven. He has the fog ball as one of his. Um, that if, if you guys can see the fall bowl, like in today's NFL, you wouldn't even dare play in that kind of atmosphere. Uh, it was against the Bears. You could hardly see. It was it was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, talk about players taking people's heads off with fog. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy. Uh, but we already talked about one. Um, I mean, we can we can glance over. We, we, you know, biggest letdowns probably the Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, era. Uh, it was it's very short, short-lived, but the fact that we got a Super Bowl and the, and the thought that we could potentially have a, a future d- dynasty with this uh, quarterback heading us in, into the next decade. You're, you're thinking like, you know, Carson Wentz could get us over that hump. But, you know, overall, I mean, that's that's the layup, right? We're all pretty yeah. Pretty much a, a letdown. That's an easy one. And I still stand by uh, the statement that, I mean, if we didn't have Carson Wentz uh, playing in the regular season, we don't get to that Super Bowl. I, 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 do, I do in my in my heart believe that um, 100%. But uh, like you said, Gail, like after all of that, we were expecting to have a, a dynasty. We are expecting to have a franchise quarterback for the next decade. Hell, when I got a new dog, everybody was telling me I got a name of Carson. I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> shout out shout out to Tim. He says uh 0809 NFC championship Arizona versus the Eagles. Uh so, I mean since you're bringing that up, um we we have that one in the chopper. I mean losing in the NFC championship. Um obviously that Arizona Cardinals man, uh, yeah. you know, that was that that Eagles team you thought that you know, they weren't the best that year, but they had a chance to to do some things and and get over the hump and at least get the Super Bowl. But yeah, you know, I, to, to look- be honest, I thought that we kind of overperformed that year. Like I thought, I yeah. thought that I, I thought that our team, that's why I like that one as much like not going to the Super Bowl, getting that far and not going to Super Bowl is definitely a letdown. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I still think that like uh, that wasn't the best roster that year, honestly. Right. Uh, that, that was an aged uh, Donovan at that point. Uh, you know, our defense. 
Yeah, our, our defense wasn't what it used to be. So, like the fact that we got that far, I thought was impressive. Um, that that Tampa Bay one, man. That's but that's, that's kind of but that's that's kind of like losing to the Atlanta uh, Atlanta Hawks. Um, yeah, what that? Oh, well, I'm saying you. No, it's the Arizona Cardinals. You're like you, it's a it's another team that you think you can beat. Yeah. Get yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I see what you're you saying. Know what I'm you're saying right, you're it's right, the Atlanta right, Hawks. Right, you're like, yeah, all right, yeah. we we can beat the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, and there was another team. On your like, yeah, yeah. There's another team that you're about to mention, but I mean, I think that was the same concept that we felt about Tampa Bay when we went against them. And yeah, I mean, that was just like, oh shit! Like that interception, I think, sucked the soul out of everybody that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was, it was bad. Last was play bad. in the vet, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Tim yeah. says, for me, it's got to be the multiple NFC ship games. We were always so close, and it was like being stuck in the State Farm commercial. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's that's funny. That's but you know, again, man, that it does like look look at you know getting back to the NFC Championship and actually losing. So, and you you look at the Carolina Panthers game. You look at there's there's guys names like uh, Ricky Manning Jr. Like that will always will always remember these guys because they pestered some of your players in that game or mm-hmm. the time they time they they were they're hitting Donovan late. Um, just, I'm I'm getting mad as I talk about it right now. Uh, so I mean, while we're on the the thought of Donovan, I mean, you could also just say, uh, um, where is it at? Where is it at? I was going to say, well, th- this list kind of leads right into the next one, the next disappointing era. I, I mean, no SBs for in the, for the Donovan era, and that's you know, obviously, yeah. you all thought we were successful for a long time, always in it to win it. I feel like uh, the McNabb era with no Super Bowls, um, it kind of blends into our next letdown. Um, and that's Terrell. And that's what Donovan. I was getting at, yeah. Because that was part of the – that was like the period on the sentence. We finally got a wide receiver for Donovan. We mm-hmm. are now going to the Super Bowl. Uh, you cannot tell us anything different. That year was magical. That year was amazing. They had chemistry, obviously not off the field, but on the field, it was it was so amazing. That ride was so amazing for them not to, I, know, I st- to pull through. I still remember the first play of that season, man. The the deep bomb to the Terrell Owens bomb. to st- yep. start out uh, Terrell Owens' career as an Eagle. Like that was yep. just from the, from the get go that season. You just felt the juice. We had gotten to the NFC Championship that many years. Uh, prior and then Terrell Owens was definitely that piece that put us over the top. What do you have like 15 touchdowns that year? Something like that. It was, it was insane. And um, I, I still, I held a grudge. Like, obviously I'm a diehard Eagles fan. Oh, love them to the day I die. But I held a grudge against the, uh, the Eagles organization for a long time for not being able to, to work exactly. it out with yeah, Dio, yeah. man. I like like I was so upset when he left the team, and then uh, to to add insult to injury to go to Dallas like that was just and tear it up, man. Like he had he had a, he had a good career in Dallas. Well, see, see, I mean that that was just the thing. Like I mean, I remember from day one, from the time he signed, I got I was super excited, man. I was at work, I got the news, and I mean, I was I was celebrating at work. Got home, turned on the TV. They would talk about it. Led all the way up to. Uh, preseason man was uh going to training camp just to see this guy, and I'm like, you know, I mean, here it is, man. I think everybody just has Super Bowl in their in, in their mind. And the season started off, you called it the big bomb, started off the season great, and then 
I, I mean, everybody was in line to get their popcorn because the guy was putting on a show every damn week. Then that one game, San Fran, I think it was the San Fran game, or mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly who they were playing. I think it was San Fran game, and they got into that argument on the sidelines. And it just, you know, it was like, oh, shit, here we go. Um, the season ended the way it did, and then going into the offseason, hoping that, you know I mean, we could go ahead and redeem ourselves the very next year. The relationship just diminished, man, and it was just like, I, I, I was with you, man. I was upset. I was upset with the Eagles. I was upset with Donovan. Like, I, I was blaming everybody. I mean, I yeah. wanted to go. I, I just wanted to go catch up with To and go do sit ups with him. Like, exactly. I, I was on his. I was on his team with him. Yo, like, he was on, in the man. next town over, man. That's what. That's what you know. Me, yeah. <laughs> Reno, I think he was uh, cool with Reno Mahe at the time. You know what I mean? And Reno showed up at his house and. The crazy part about it is my cousin knew Reno, so I even told him, yo, call Reno, come and get us, let's go. I mean, I'm there to support T.O., like, forget what everybody else think. Mm. Uh, I went to Atlantic City with a T.O. jersey. I got my – I was getting chewed out, you know what I mean? I'll take that shit off. He's, oh, it was bad. It was bad, but, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. That was a bad – that was a bad relationship then. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, Mark Mark Bird says uh, two alphas couldn't get along. Yeah, man. Uh, can't we all just get along? The fact that he was crying <laughs> over Tony Romo, I was like, come on, bro, don't – yeah, oh, yeah. The, the whole whole the whole going to Dallas, you know what I mean? I know That's that was my quarterback. Yeah, the oh, whole guys, going to I Dallas. Like it. I like yeah, get out of here, bro. It um, was a wrap after that. <laughs> Jack Talk says, do you guys have Kleenex? Because this is depressing. Um, and <laughs> Listen, then, we've uh, been in our bag for days. Since the Sixers, yeah. <laughs> and, and Birdman says, man, this is a depressing show, guys. But this, Mi- what misery we're doing, loves company. <laughs> what we're doing is trying to, re- to relate we got to talk what, about it, man. Got to get it off our we're, chest. We're trying to relate what we are going through this week. This is this ain't this is real talk. This is like, like you re- you're trying to trying to go back to moments where, yeah, I felt like you know I was like really dude like, and this is a letdown week. Obviously, we're going to get through it, but we're going to talk it out, aren't we? Remind them why you're Eagle Sessions, bro. I mean, that's that's why we're here. This is a therapy <laughs> session, Eagle <laughs> Sessions, my guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, moving right, right along, I saw uh, uh, Brennan. He also had a, uh, a a letdown that was up here for me uh, and the guys. Uh, cornerback Namdi Asamoah, a guy who had a stellar career as a Oakland Raider at the time, mm-hmm. a guy who uh, made me so excited. I was in a <laughs> chi- I was in a Chinese restaurant, and half the people didn't know English, but I had to hug. The waiter and tell him that he had signed Namdi Asamoah, <laughs> and the guy's like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "We signed Namdi Asamoah," and he's like, "I don't understand." I'm like, "We signed," and I'm like, "I I thought it was like the missing ingredient to a uh, obviously the dream team, but I couldn't believe that we got Namdi. I was like, perfect piece, you know. He, he you know, was it a, was it a, all an acting gig? Because now he's a actor." He's got his own show on a uh, movie on uh, Prime. Prime. You can see it out there. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't seen it, but I might go watch it after this because um, we're disrespecting him. Sat in the car. Eating uh, the sandwich. Made, made millions of dollars. But he, he was a guy that you thought was going to come in here and put in work and yeah. be that be that guy. That was that was, that was was not a, a, a great ride for me. That that was that was a very confusing one, man. Because you you mentioned it, like he was a dominant cornerback in Oakland. He was he was doing really well, and then like just the the yin and yang, dude. Like he was the complete opposite. He was totally pedestrian here in Philadelphia. 
Um, it was it was confusing, man. I don't know whether it was the coaching. I don't know whether it was simply his heart. Like, I don't mean to talk about the guy like that, but like, obviously, he ended up giving up football for acting. So, like, how much of his mind was actually in football at the time? I don't know. Um, but yeah, dude, that one that one hurt as well. Yeah. He's not the only cornerback that's uh, deceived this as well. No, nah, I mean that was that was definitely a bad one for me. I mean, I, I, I'm like you, yeah. I was I was excited for the news, um, especially because of the fact that how we went upon getting him. Because though throughout the whole day, I mean, it literally looked like Dallas was going to go ahead and sign this guy, and then I was ready to go ahead and throw in the white flag. And my brother calls me up and he's like, "Yo, it's a wrap." You know, what I mean, I'm just going to be with us. Two minutes later. You breaking news comes through the TV that the Eagles signed Namdi Azawa. I mean, it was just like my moment to go ahead and trash him. Like, that's what you get for thinking that. And then it was just like, damn, I regret even calling you about that because, I mean, I would do anything to go ahead for you to have him right now because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Namdi. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, someone said Mr. Mr. Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington's uh, is his wife, guys. I mean, so he, he is still – he is kind of winning. Right, I mean, he's he's doing his thing. Uh, Tom says the only player to ever say you should have stayed in Oakland. <laughs> that used to be the place where people go to die. Their careers <laughs> go to die. Like he he was like a weird. Uh, his he career was, was dead. Him, he was really through himself as a player. Like uh, they said that you know after making millions, he drove a '97 Maxima. Like he didn't really. Yeah, don't, no, be hating on, of, don't be hating on Nissans now, guy. That's, no, a, that's saying, a luxury car as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> this guy, you know, made the buku bucks. You think he, you know, nothing wrong well, with Nissan. A bit. Yeah. It's not, but he was his own self, and obviously uh, he wanted to be an actor. Uh, let's move him right along. I mean, we can go back to uh, – we talked about the four losses in the link. Um, but that – Eagles lose to the Bucks at the vet. And closing that out, bro, like mm. that is one of the like, you know, the the vet. You, you I mean, you could have went to the Super Bowl after winning in the vet. Then they then they shut the you know they blow up the stadium, and that would have been like a a, a storybook ended. But we 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 lose to the Bucks and guys like Joe Dravicious, always your Penn State uh, alum, uh, making a big play. I remember who's it, Levon Kirkland. Or no, it's Shane, the Blaine Bishop, whoever you body. Uh, but everyone remembers Rondé Barber. We all we hate we we hate the Barbers for life for that. But I, I you know that's really not a, a good game to remember either. Yeah, no, I, I remember I was just watching. Uh, we were talking about this about like uh, just this topic earlier today, and I was looking up a uh, video of of that game and just <laughs> talking about like everything. What what the st- what the last game in the the vet was like, and it mentioned just how the Eagles are so used to getting booed off the field, uh, at, like if, after a playoff loss or anything like that. But after that one, it was just completely silent in the stadium. Everybody was just humbly walking up the stairs quietly. They had nothing to say. They were just simply defeated, man. It was it was a depressing <laughs> ass game. I, the the only one thing I definitely remember that besides the interception was the fact that they ended up interviewing that one guy on TV. That I mean, he literally broke down crying. <laughs> like they ruined my. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they do this to us all the time? <laughs> it, was, it was a classic interview, man. <laughs> I mean, bro, that was that was difficult, man. It was, yeah, it was surely, man. surely difficult. Yeah. Um, we got uh let's see. 
I, I have to say, moving on from Brian Dawkins, man. Yeah. Uh, when uh, when the uh, when the Eagles moved on from Brian Dawkins, I thought it was like a joke. Um, obviously, I think we can blame that one on Banner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that one is biggest mistakes of his entire you know career. I think obviously we the fans were like, "Are you serious?" Uh, we can we could you know intertwine these two moves, but I mean. Moving on from Brian Dawkins, a guy who was a heartfelt leader, a guy who was the pulse of the city and the team. Um, that that was like that's like getting rid of a superhero. Dude. Yeah. Like I remember, like I wanted to drive down Novacare and be like, "Who do I talk? Like, we about to like start breaking breaking things because there's no way you let this man walk." There's, yeah, and and then. He had a nerve, like to go to Denver, where the twenty, and and then Bronco fans automatically start embracing him as your own. You're like, now, nah, bro, let's well get your hands off Brian because he's ours. All right. Now I f- I feel the exact same way, and like I think that one thing that at least is like a silver lining in that whole thing. I mean, Brian Dawkins, in all of our opinions, he should have spent his entire career as an Eagle. He's like an all time favorite. Like we talk about, like you know, uh, guys that have come here and they were a fan favorite for a time. Like this guy, when you talk about like people's favorite Eagles of all time, this guy comes up more often than not. Like he, he is just simply that guy. But, um, just to, to touch on what you were saying there, like, you know, he, he spent the past, the last few years of his career in Denver, but we were, we had the privilege to go watch him get inducted into the hall of fame. And the one thing that really stuck out to me was that like he was such a Philadelphia guy? I remember we watched the entire speech from the you know beginning to end. He did not bring Denver up once. He did not bring the De- Denver fans up once. Denver, the city. He talked about Philadelphia, and that to me was it, it was touching. But at the same time, made me even more angry that we gave him up uh, because he should have just spent his entire career here. And it's crazy that you say that, man, because it's exactly how I felt. Because, I mean, at at the time when I was watching that speech and he just kept on praising Philadelphia the way he did. um, Yeah, it it just played over and over in my head on how we even let that man go. Uh, Somebody brought up in the comments about like the one time when we let Reggie go. Just like when we let Reggie go, I ended up shedding. Man, it was tears. No lie. It was just straight tears because. I love Brian Dawkins to death, man. That was like the man, my all-time man. And this, and to see that happen, I was like, uh, I was devastated. I was devastated. I, I couldn't, I couldn't even think Eagles football or anything for like for th- for days, man. That's how pissed I was. Yeah, I mean, talk uh, <laughs> talk beat us to it, man. Reggie White leaving, um, but yeah, moving on from Reggie White, that was. A monumental moment in my fandom. Obviously, Evan was just a thought in his parents' <laughs> mind at the time. He wasn't even thought of. He wasn't even you know, conceptualized. Or <laughs> but uh, you know, like moving on from Reggie White was like one of the best defensive play. That's like just that's like letting JJ Watt just just walk. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he just recently left, but I'm saying like at, at, at JJ Watt's peak. Yeah, his prime. Like, like yeah. at his peak, like the mm-hmm. Reggie White, they his wife said they didn't even offer him. Like the fact that they didn't they didn't offer him to come back. Nope. Like and then, and then you go, then you then you see your man's leave, right? And then go to Green Bay and then win a Super Bowl, bro. 
Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, win a Super Bowl. He was, like, the last piece to get them over the hump. And I felt like he was a big – like, the way we, that we, he would just break down offensive linemen. Like, like Fletcher Cox does some stuff like that. But Reggie White had the club, and he was knocking motherfuckers out yeah, the club. Yeah, he was taking people <laughs> off their feet, man. Were you, were you guys rooting for him in the Super Bowl? Were you happy Hell to see yeah. him? Yeah, oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely. That yeah. that run that he that lap he took on that field, holding that trophy, that was that was to us. This is what you get for letting me go, man. And yeah. we deserve that. We deserve that shit. But hell yeah, I was rooting for him. I was a Green Bay fan because that man, yo, I loved watching him play. That's why I love defense because of that man. Because of him, Brian Dawkins, William. T- that's why I love defense because of those guys. And you see that guy play. I mean, I know you didn't really get to see much, but I'm telling you, yeah. dude, if you would have watched Reggie, it was just like, man, he was taking guys off their feet with the arm just one arm man i mean it was just sad me and my cousin were just talking about this the other day before we got on i was telling him you know uh gail like how because of him i became an eagles fan and i got the privilege to meet reggie i got the privilege to get an autograph and i gave that autograph card to my cousin which he still has to this day and it was just like we were just talking about how that man would get in a three point four point stance whatever it was and he played football and he mimicked Reggie White all the time. He was just talking about how he's in that stance and he would come from out of nowhere and just smack the shit out of the guy in the helmet. And that's the type of shit you would see Reggie do. You'd be yeah. like, oh shit. It wasn't it wasn't like a hit. It was just him coming off that line and getting to that quarterback. Now uh Jock Talk makes a uh, you know, I, I thought about when I was putting together this list that no, I, I thought like let down, like that was more than like Jerome Jerome Brown dying was more than like that was yeah, like that was that was like that that's that that news stopped like sports media. I remember it was uh, Reggie White giving the announcement at like uh, a church somewhere. Yeah, I was yeah, at I that, that. I was at that church. He, I was there. I was you were there. there. I was at the you church were... thing when he gave he when he Are gave you that. I swear to God, I was there. At the, I was there because again when I met Reggie. He invited our youth group to that, to that, uh, what's his name? Billy Graham. It was a Billy Graham thing. I remember exactly. And it was at Veterans Stadium and we're up on the bleachers. And then he came on, he's on the Tron. And then like, before he even started talking about the whole ministry, he said, I, you know, I, I just been saddened by some news. And then he just broke it down to all of us that Jerome Brown had died. And I mean, the place was people you didn't even know just started crying and I w- it's like, yo, you just felt empty. Like right now, just talking about it, I feel like it, it's it's crazy. Wow, I remember. Bro. It. Yeah. I, yeah, I, bro. I had no idea that you wanted you were there. Yeah, I was at that. I was at that Billy Graham ceremony when he gave that speech. Man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, the comment I'm... section is right. This is depressing ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got we got the Sixers to thank for that, man. Yo, like you, you know, gonna, man, don't we, play, must hey, play the Sixers. Hey, you go, you gonna feel this one. Like if it, 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 it's come out, I'm just saying, like. The, the, the fact Jerome Brown was like, bro, that that was like a Fletcher Cox. Yeah, like, man. Him, him, him passing was, you know, that was, that was, that was insane, bro. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I just felt like, like that defensive line was unstoppable. <laughs> I mean, you even had like Mike Golick coming off the bench and like Clyde Simmons, like, you know Clyde, mean, like Clyde Simmons, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was a great, it was a great uh, group of dudes. Yeah, bro. 
But uh, yeah, we're gonna go with the uh, wasted Randall's prime years. Not not to say prime, but uh, but <laughs> wasted Randall's prime years. I mean, uh, I, I thought Randall Cunningham, he he was a star in the making. I just felt like what they were doing, it was like they were wasting his time. I thought, you know, you know, they didn't really have an idea on on offense. They really no identity. Like they like to run the ball, but it was just like, you know, it, it just never came together. I felt like. A lot of his injuries uh, happen. <laughs> Mark is in the comments saying, "Stop the pain! Stop the pain! They're bleeding." We got to, we got, we got to get this off our chest, Mark. You know what I mean? Like again, you got to thank the Sixers for this shit, man. That's yo, yo, how much six- that shit hurt us the other night. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you want to blame someone, blame this guy. All right. <laughs> blame, him. blame him, bro. Blame him. And, and this is around that time where I would play that that that, that scene from um from uh, Adam Sandler's movie where this guy is like, you know, oh, you gotta dunk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it killed me with that. Like, damn, you, you had it. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it, boy. You should have dunked the goddamn ball. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that Randall was another one that was like a little bit before my time, but just going back and watch, like I've seen highlights of all these guys. I've seen the 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 Randall Cunningham highlights. The dude was absolutely like he was electrifying, man. Yeah. He he was like that that new era, like all these quarterbacks that we see in the league today that are the super athletic type that are able to, you know, move outside the pocket or able to run down the field. Like this that was like R- Randall was the guy that kind of paved the way for these guys. And so uh like the the fact that we had such a superstar on our team and we were unable to put anyone around them, it was a total disservice. And that's why I'm saying, man, that's why I like, you know, a couple of episodes, a couple of shows ago when, when we were talking about, you know, favorite players like Randall, Randall's that man, man. I mean, bro, bro just mentioned it right now. He, he the rocket, man. That's what we known him at, mm-hmm. as the rocket because he, his arm was just sick. It was ridiculous. I mean, this so was with the better arm, Randall or, uh, or Vic. Uh, it was, it was, it was like, it was head to head, bro. I mean, they both had a great arm. That's what I'm saying. Like the comparison mm-hmm. between them two. And this was the Mike Vick to us before yeah. the Mike Vick even came. Like this, yep. this man was just I mean, unstoppable. He was, I mean, he was rushing for a thousand yards. Yeah, year. man. It was it's just like it was game. sick. You you just love to see this dude play. And then like, uh, I mean, I, that's why I'm hoping that you know what I mean with Jalen this upcoming season. You know what I mean we we see that again because I, I loved it. I love Vic's play. I love Vic and Randall's style, and I see Jalen's going to come with that style as well. So, I mean, Randall kind of he he kind of sunk it in like he tightened up the shit for me to be like an Eagle fan, like because that was the moment where someone had sh- sent me something in the mail when he broke his leg. And they were about to like that was supposed to be their Super Bowl year. Like yeah yeah, and he, and he breaks his leg. Someone sent me a, a bendable Randall Cunningham figure in, in the mail, and they they broke the leg. They cut it and broke the leg. Oh, my and they, God. What dicks, man. Yeah. And I'm, the stretch. I, I remember them, Jones. You know, and, and I'm a little kid. I'm a little kid. Like, what evil person in this neighborhood or yeah. friend would send me something like that in the mail? No return address. <laughs> Like, forget the Unabomber. Like, you said, you said <laughs> Randall Cunningham with a broken leg. And I was like, how old, dude? That is foul. I was, I was so hurt that I how was. How old were you? I, I don't know. I think I was in my teens, man. Like, you, I was, you were like, still up in uh, CT? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. so I was like, that was the most. And that, that I started crying. I was like, who, who, who would send, who would send this to me? You know, I'm like, my, my dad's like looking at me like, 
He's like, yeah, he, you're finally an Eagles fan. Like, you, yeah. you, you feel the, he's like, you feel the pain. You feel that. Cause I, at, at times I was like, yo, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a Bears fan. There's Gale Sears, 85 Bears, 49ers are dope at the time. And, but I always liked the Eagles, but that, like, this solidified it. Cause I was like, Randall's my guy. He's gone. Like, I'm riding with this team. So I, you know, I fought for the Eagles. Uh, but yeah, obviously losing to the Super Bowl, uh, to the Raiders in the Super Bowl was huge. Yeah, I was only that was in 1980. I think I was negative 14. Yeah, I had just turned a year that that, that time. You know what I mean? I I missed out on that one. Um, yeah, th- that was that was 1980 though. So like, I know the Phillies won the World Series in 1980. That could have been a hell of a year for Philadelphia, man. Well, the Sixers were, you know, what well, the Sixers won in, in 83. 83. 82, 83, yeah. 83, yeah. 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 You know, I was actually at my cousin's house the other day, and he, he still had the poster of uh, the Sixers poster from 83, 84 season. Mm. It was like a rookie. It was a rookie Charles Barkley. And it's still in his garage. That, that uh, was uh, Dr. J as well, right? Yeah. Those years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, moving right along to the did you did you catch that comment, Gail? Jock, Jock, Jock said that that was your dad who put the random gun. It, it could have been. Hey, man, it, it could have been. It could, I got a hard disk it up. <laughs> I'm gonna like, break gotta, this boy. We gotta get this kid right because uh, he, you know, he's he's not walking the path. Birdman <laughs> wants to know if you still got it. That would have been cool to cut, man. That would have been real cool to cut. <laughs> I, I I actually bought or I actually bought a figurine recently from I that got era. A, yeah, I got I got a Reggie I got a Randall Cunningham uh, starting lineup uh, uh, figurine, and then I got a Reggie White in his um, Tennessee uh, jersey. So nice. yeah, yeah, I still got some of those classic uh, <laughs> before they got all uh, fancy and shit now. Moses Malone, man, shit, Moses Malone. I love Moses Malone. Moses Malone, yeah, he was great too. Man. Hersey um, Hawkins, damn, man, you guys gonna make me go down memory lane, man. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna speed through these, power through these last other like the Chip Kelly era. Oh my god, this face <laughs> makes me sick, man. <laughs> you know what? Actually, yeah, no I, neck, like, bitch. Listen, no, he, is he it- was a piece of shit. Okay, let let let's get that across but without the chip kelly era we don't have the doug peterson era without the doug peterson era we never have a super bowl in my mind so this this was one of those bridges that we needed to cross i guess my opinion i guess (laughs) you don't you don't you don't miss any words you just called him a piece of shit yeah Uh, but i no, i think i think piece of shit but thank you (laughs) <laughs> Thank the you. Only, only, the, shit. the only thing that he brought great to the table was was probably smoothies. Nah, man. You know what? What what he brought great to the table was the first game of that season. Yep. And that was oh, it. it was... Yeah. No, we we no, all I... thought we're like, damn, we're gonna score fucking 50 points yeah. a game this year. <laughs> Yo, I have I, I had friends like from all over like like all over the world, friends that are, you know, texting me about after they saw Chip Kelly's first in the Eagles' first game, they were like, "Whoa!" Like, "Oh my God!" Like, you must be like, I was like, "I know we're gonna be awesome." I know, I know. Just, <laughs> just you wait, just you wait. Uh, and and some of the kind kind of moves that you brought with Chip Kelly, um, were the you know Demarco Murray's time <laughs> as the oh, Eagle, 
he was he was a let he was like leading the lead in the league in, in rushing yards the year before. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, that came right after we let go of Shady McCoy. And I was still in that Chip Kelly euphoria time. So, as like, I hated the fact that we let go of Shady McCoy. But getting DeMarco Murray definitely softened the blow in my mind at the time. Like, I, I saw that we got DeMarco. All right, well, you know, we might got, might have got rid of Shady, but I guess he knows what he's doing. Obviously, he didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> uh, another move in the Chip Kelly area that we could – Say it was a uh, a uh, a fright frightening frightening moment. Uh, Byron Maxwell, uh, Byron, the, guy toast the, toast. Awesome. the burnt toast Maxwell. Yo, he he got cooked in that 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 moment. He was in the in the locker room after laughing about that that time that because they were there. Did you see his stats that uh, Julio put up? And he's like, he started laughing about it. And I was like, I was like, you are not meant for this city. You will mm-hmm. not be here. In a year or two, and we're lucky that we got rid of him. Uh, but Byron Maxwell, he got he got paid, man. He got yeah. paid. I remember uh, when that Byron Maxwell news came down. I was in the gym. I remember calling all my boys, be like, "Yo, we got a legit cornerback." And man, I mean, was, was that deceptive, man? I like he came from an elite defense, like the Legion of Boom. They were a legit, like all time type defense. So I thought for sure that he was going to come here and be a playmaker. And the fact that he just was completely average, man, at best. It was like, not even. He, he, yeah. he was bad. You you ended up missing out on a uh, – you missed one of the Chip Kelly running backs during that era. Oh, you said Ryan Matthews. No, nah, well, I'm that one. I, I'm not a big fan of that guy. But I was getting more at this guy <laughs> that was here before DeMarco Murray. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was getting to him, but, uh, you know, Jock Talk over he, here beating it. I, w- I was just going in chronological order. I remember the Frank Gore news came down, and then it fell apart, and then we got to Marco Murray, if my memory serves correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of that. Exactly. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, Frank Gore never disappointed us on the field, which is why it's quite the more remarkable feat for a Philadelphia professional. Once an eagle, always an eagle. I mean, and, and that's um, that's one of the most disappointing, <laughs> dis- disappointing things right there. Like a guy who we, we had expectations for never even gave us a chance to be disappointed in him because he never even gave us that opportunity. It was like it lasted like a day. Or like half a day, yeah. And you're like, bruh. I'm like, come on, man. And then and you started, about- to, you started to think about how the Eagles were built. That players were now not wanting to sign here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know and I mean? to think about if we had gotten Frank Gore over Demarco Murray. I mean, Frank Gore's still in the league. I mean, he's not nearly the running back he used to be, but he still does get production. And to think about what that would have been, what like six years ago now, like he could have. I know that he was putting up good numbers six years ago. That, that hey, could listen, have been a hell of a lot better than DeMarco Murray. Listen, Frank Gore still comes through on fantasy football season. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be playing with his son next year, man. It's crazy. Uh, man, that, 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 that was kind of uh, bringing up some ugly, ugly stuff here. Um, I, think, I think we're almost done here with this list. I mean, for, for those who uh, st- stuck around with us, uh, we do have a um, a gift to give away. We have a uh, we're giving away another hat. So uh, this one is a small 
it's breathable for the summer. Breathable for the summer. Um, it's getting hot out here. Jock yeah, Talk is uh, continuing the painful conversation. Said, "What's disappointing is I'm watching TV and a DK Metcalf commercial comes on. Man, that's that's one I didn't I even mean, think about. Man, I, I, I didn't want to. That, that one's been that one's been talked about so so much so that uh, I don't know. We didn't want to put too much too much more time on it. <laughs> so you, you guys you guys ready for this question? Anyone who's left up in the comments." Uh, if this hat is a small medium, it's embarrassing, Rack Shack. Um, that'll be that'll be one to talk about when we do this again. Exactly. <laughs> if, if we're talking about painful moments in Eagles history, we can make this like a twenty-five part series. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> see you guys again in another five years. This one bullshit. <laughs> So uh yeah, this is for the the Eagles hat, Mr. Saunders. Yes. Uh, should we have a de- depressing question for a depressing? Oh, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's fit the yeah. mood for yeah, sure. Why, why not? Fuck it. We're doing it live. Uh, what wide receiver was the second of the Eagles' two picks in round two of the 2019 NFL Draft? Second. Oh. Of two picks. That mean in the second round or no? We're, we're going to we're going to trash that one. We're going to trash that one. I was going to say there was a lot of thinking because Ratchek already answered. He said we took JJ instead of DK. <laughs> That's a layup, bro. Uh, let's see. R.I.P. We got Tupac coming up in the conversation. Keep your head. Up. You know, um, they said if Ben's, you want, you want, want me to keep you guys head up. Um, and they said if Tupac was shot by Ben <laughs> Simmons, he'd I still be that. alive. He would still be alive. That's foul. <laughs> That's so foul. Uh, okay, this one's an easy one. Uh, for for this for the small got, medium for the small medium hat, who was the, the only who was the only defensive player? The Eagles drafted in 2019. Only defensive that. player the Eagles drafted in 2019. Keep your head up. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, it, it, it's, there you go. Rack Shack for the win. Uh, the answer. Sharif Miller. The trivia question was, who was the only defensive player the Eagles drafted in 2019? The answer is defensive end Sharif Miller, round four out of Penn State. That was the Dallas Goddard draft, correct? That was after we had like no picks because of the Carson trade. Yep. Yeah. That was another. That was another pick that when it happened, I was like, terrible pick. <laughs> gut, you, gut, right in the gut. I was like, that's not a good pick. It's not. Yeah. That's a terrible pick. Man, I. But I, I feel like you know, obviously these 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 type of shows make you reflect. Mm-hmm. But this is the darkness levels that Eagle fans, Philadelphia fans, got to this week. I, I'm I'm going to be real with you. You know the fact that you have another in the same year that Carson Wentz just got shipped out of Philadelphia. You're talking about a guy that's a Frank. You're looking at it as a franchise player. You're looking at Ben Simmons as a franchise player, a guy you build around. And for the fact that some 
fans out here are talking about moving on from a, a Ben Simmons. You move on from Ben Simmons and Carson Wentz within a year for the city of Philly, who is diehard sports fans. Like, obviously, you know, Philly fans have a lot to say about their sports teams. Um, but, you know, this week has been definitely, I think, rougher than I, I normally don't feel this way after six years L's, but I was like, bro, like, at least show up, bro. Like, yeah. At least show up, and, and we lost. We lost Prime. He's so disgusted, man. He just didn't even want to talk about it anymore. And I understand, but yeah, this has been a tough week, man. Mr. Hopefully, complete kicks. Mr. Complete oh. kicks in in the chat here. Um, <laughs> Mr. Kincaid, check out his uh, page on YouTube. Um, what you're saying, Evan? Um, I was just saying that uh, Rack Shack at least has something to be excited about. He's getting a free hat. That's, that's know, at least right? so will will bring your spirits up. Well, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna be honest, um, what we recently uh, ended up going to Mal. Uh, shout out to Mal. Yeah, Mal Davis. Uh, his uh, Juneteenth event last week. Yeah, the uh, community Ooh. renewal. That was cool. And we randomly got together for the first time in a year and a half. Yeah, uh, look nice at Mal. Look, Looking like a NFL wide receiver. Yo, uh, dude, I forgot how freaking tall Mal was, dude. I, I showed up there first, and I fucking I just remember like walking up to Mal and just looking straight up and be like, "God damn, bro, what are you? Ten feet tall? Six four? He could be a wide receiver for the Eagles." <laughs> uh, shout out to shout out to Jimmy, um, and uh, Chels, and mm-hmm. uh, there's there's Prime and you on yeah. a hot summer on a hot on a hot summer day. Oh, that was a moist and, one, man. Uh, West Philly. My, my you, head still is peeling. You enjoyed uh, you enjoyed your your Santucci's though, didn't you? I introduced you to the world of Santucci's. I mean, I mean this guy, <laughs> it's this guy. Me, me and my pizza joints, man. It's just in my blood. I, 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 I'm a pizza man. Santucci's. That, that that could be the spot. We should talk to Santucci's. Uh, no, no disrespect to uh, Constable Bakery at all. <laughs> uh, but we did enjoy a slice of cheese pizza out there um uh, but uh, anyway i mean are, are you gonna go watch the rest of this atlanta hawks game the bucks game i'm gonna i uh dude i've i've like something about playoff basketball uh march madness anything where like anything is on the line as far as sports playoff playoff sports is just i love it man it doesn't matter what teams are in it doesn't matter if my spirits are down uh i just love the competitiveness that is uh that is playoffs uh, for any sport. So, yeah, I'll be watching. Uh, I won't be happy about it, but I'll be watching. How about yourself? Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately I think I might. Yeah. It's an opportunity to hang out with my dad and my brother during this pandemic. We're going to stick it out. You know, I mean, how, how much how much shit are we going to talk about uh, Trey Young? And, 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 and homie has showed up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest, man. Like like the dude. Uh, shout out to my brother in the chat. He says, uh, up, they're tied up. They're tied up right now. Um, Trey Young, there's a, there's this look. This And this is the kind of look that I want from Ben Simmons moving forward. Mm-hmm. If you – there's a look. Like, Trey Young looks possessed on the court. Like, he's t- this is his court. Like, you're stepping on his court. Yeah. And we're talking about the Philadelphia uh, 76ers home field. I mean – Trey Young has the look of an assassin, and I think that's what Ben Simmons needs to bring to the table. 
You know I think I mean? you're absolutely right. And I think that Ben Simmons has tried doing that. Like Ben Simmons is pretty much trademark the like emoji with the smoke coming out of the nose. And like, where was that, Ben? Where was that at the end of that series? He wasn't, I'm not like I'm saying like, oh, why weren't you posting it, Ben? But like that type of mentality that he tries to carry himself with was just completely non-existent uh, in that series. So, I mean, yeah, dude, I mean, like, I, you're right. I mean, Trae Young's all, got a killer instinct in him. He's got ice all you face. want. Yeah. That's all you want. And that's all, and Philadelphia fans, like, if you're giving your all, um, that's like if there was a, a gunfight out there, that would be like equivalent to ducking down behind the car and not shooting your gun. Mm-hmm. You gotta shoot your gun. Like this is a gunfight out here. Yeah. Like we have we we had we had Embiid, uh, the walking wounded out here, like with the Rambo he was going to Kimbo. Like, putting up like thirty <laughs> something points. Like, yo, you you gotta bring something to the table, and that's again like. Any when you talk about our Eagles, you talk about players that play for the Eagles. Like you want guys that have killer instincts, and you're ho- hoping. I don't know. I, like again, we're not a basketball podcast, but that was the uh, that was what sparked this this show. Said it all. That's what said it all. Yeah, and the feelings that have now. Uh, uh, Mark Mark saying that the the Sixers got the Kardashian curse. This is <laughs> this is this is this is. This is this could be true. Yeah, I, I mean, it, things could always be worse, man. Absolutely. Like Markel Fultz worse. <laughs> you know, things could always be worse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, I mean, last words before we get out of that? I just want to uh, – the ball is in your court, Phillies. I mean, we got nothing until the Eagles training camp starts. We're going to be backing you. We all got the Phillies cap on today. Um, I mean, it's been kind of abysmal. You guys had a, a hot start, but uh, I hope that you guys are able to figure it out and uh, entertain us, please, uh, And up until football season <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> uh, Prime's changed light. Yep. As you, as you can see, it's all about the Phillies right now, even though, you know I mean, today they – didn't start that off on the right note, you know what I mean? Uh, McCutcheon with the grand slam and the hopes was there for a win. But, you know, of course, uh, leave it to Navaris to go ahead and ruin it for us and blow the blow the save. But, um, hey, I'm with, I'm, I'm with the Phillies. You know what I mean? Give me some type of hope, at least until football season starts, please. Uh, so then I can go ahead and just be at ease for right now because Sixers done killed it. Phillies are going to give us another Joe Carter walk-off home run in the World Series this year, just just to pile on. (laughs) Maybe just maybe we'll have to uh, get out to a Phillies game. Yeah, I'm down. Let's let's make it happen, man. Let's make it happen for real. Let's make it happen. Um, I I forgot one last one last uh, letdown, which is the biggest letdown of all this whole list. Um, Whole list right here. LaShawn McCoy says tweeting an Avenger spoiler was the worst decision of my life. That to me was the worst. I still have not. I still have not seen the Avengers because of LaShawn. LaShawn. I was so mad. I was ready to go to the movie theater, and I saw that tweet, and I I tried to not see it, unsee yeah. it, tried to forget it. Like, like yeah, no, I was like, keep moving, keep moving on. Yeah. I'm like. No, yeah, Iron Man. No, like what? You, I was like, bro, like, I'm still, I'm still mad. Maybe I'll watch it. I'll maybe I'll watch it tonight. You gotta watch it. Just watch it. Just watch it, bro. Mm. I'm still. I, if if I see Lashawn, I guarantee. I know. Listen, I guarantee you. Watch it. You're still gonna. You're gonna. You're gonna feel 
the pain and not even worry about what LaShawn said. No matter what, you're still going to feel the pain. <laughs> uh, to the guys asking for rents, Birdman, uh, Jock Talk, as soon as I figure out, I will be giving you guys rents. How about that? <laughs> I saw, I, I did, I did read something up on wrenches, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I promise you, I promise you that next show will be way more exciting. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> more upbeat. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but for, for me and the guys, uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, go birds. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.